Welcome to Rise and Thrive, a segment of the Unyielded Podcast. I am your host, Bobby Kaler. These short segments are meant to be fuel for you, for your week, and for your life. If you are finding value in these, and if you haven't done so already, make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. few weeks ago in episode 182, I talked about why can't I see more options and possibilities for my life? That's one of the common questions that comes up. And I started with the three main reasons why we get a little stuck here. And just as a reminder, they are one, our schedule has no margin. And that's what I covered in episode 182. Number two is that our beliefs and what we think we already know hold us back and keep us from seeing new possibilities. And number three, our desire for quick results and closure. Now, again, in that in, the, in episode 182, I tackled the first one. I've had several people reach out to say that they really wanted to know more about the third one, the desire for quick results and or closure. So I want to address that one for you today, and then I'll address the second one in a future episode. So let's talk a little bit about this need or desire for quick results and closure. Now, I have to admit, this is my downfall. So I know this one pretty well. The problem is that because we are trying to rush to a result, we aren't open to truly exploring the possibilities of what might be or could be. Exploration is the point, not closure. So these are a little bit at odds. Now there are two main reasons why this happens. Reason number one, sometimes we are simply wired this way. Some people simply tend to favor closure. Some like the achievement of finishing, and that's the bucket I fall into (laughs) right there. Now, if that's the case for you, what has worked for me and for my clients is to give yourself a set amount of time to explore. I call it a time box. It might sound ridiculously simple, and it probably is, but it works because we're giving ourselves a pseudo closure by putting a time box around it. If I just say, I'm going to take some time to explore, I can start to get antsy almost immediately. But if I say, I'm going to take two weeks or two months or whatever to explore, I stay relaxed and calm. Now, one caution here. When I did this exercise for the first time, I really wanted to give myself a time box of a month. But just thinking of an entire month almost caused an anxiety attack. So if the mere idea of giving yourself a long period of time is anxiety provoking, don't despair, I understand. Here's what I did in that case. I baby stepped it up to a month. So I gave myself one week at a time. At the end of that week, I'd check in with myself about the progress I'd made and how I was feeling about it. Without fail, I was excited and energized and it felt right, in air quotes, to give it another week. There's nothing wrong with that approach. I actually, I I once had a client who wanted to explore her next career move. But she felt the need to decide quickly, even though financially she could have taken, I think she told me two or three years and she would have been fine. Now, by talking it through, she decided that she could give herself, uh, give herself three months to simply explore. And that time box allowed her to relax and actually enjoy the time exploring new options. And by doing that, 
she created a whole new possibility for herself that she'd never even considered, which was really super exciting. Now, if you do this, it is very important to remember that your role during those three months or whatever time box you give it is to simply explore, not to decide. During that exploration time, it also helps to keep a journal or a notebook about what you are exploring and what you're discovering. This can also help us feel like we are doing something real, again in air quotes, and not just wasting time. Okay, so give that a try if that happens to be your particular issue like it was for me. Now, reason number two this happens, this need for closure, and I've fallen into this one too. Sometimes we tolerate a situation because, well, it's not so bad. And that remains true until it suddenly becomes bad and intolerable. And then we feel the urgency to act now. When do we need to act now, right? I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but I know it's happened to me. Now, sometimes it is necessary to act with all that urgency. However, the potential downfall of that is that we are likely to simply recreate the situation in a new environment. Whenever we can, it is better to pay attention to what we are tolerating and then seek to eliminate those things in the future. To help with that, there's an activity that my coach shared with me many years ago, and more than 20 years ago. It is simple, but don't let that fool you because it is one of the most powerful activities that I've ever done. And I've used it with the clients and they've loved it. So here's how it works. Start a list that has three columns. Label the columns red, yellow, and green. The red list, these are things that are deal breakers for you. And they might include things like, you know, things that are so draining that you cannot stand doing them, or things that go against your core values, or behaviors and attitudes that you find intolerable or incompatible to you and your values, and also things that make you feel bad about yourself at your core. You know, to associate with these things makes you feel ashamed or embarrassed. So that's the red list. And Red list is kind of like, that's a deal breaker, we're done. Yellow. These are cautionary flags that might indicate that you're entering the danger zone. Now, usually one of these on their own is not an issue. It's when they add up that they take such a toll on us. And frankly, I think this is the bucket that gets a lot of us because we're not paying attention to them. Because it's like one on their own, it's like, hey, not so bad. But when there's two, three, four, five of these, it becomes intolerable. So things on your yellow list could include things like, you know, things that don't give you energy, but that don't drain you to the point of exhaustion, or things that aren't totally in line with your values, but they don't directly conflict with your core values either. And then finally, behaviors and attitudes that you may not like, but they don't cross the boundary of your, ba- uh, of, of your values. And then finally, the green list. These are things that you want more of. These are things that make you come alive and feel valued. So start the list, and then over the next few weeks or even months, continue to add to the list. By recording these, you'll be amazed in two different ways. Number one, you'll be amazed at how quickly you can spot a bad situation for you. And number two, how much easier decisions will become. It is absolutely amazing how well this works. And over time, you will find yourself in fewer and fewer of those intolerable situations that demand immediate action. You will simply start to avoid them or eliminate them quickly. This will resolve the urgency that keeps us from exploring. 
Now, if you do find yourself in that situation where something needs to be done now, try a combination of the time box and the red, yellow, and green list. Even if you can just give yourself, I promise that by doing that red, yellow, and green list, you will be in a position to make a much better decision about, you know, what's next for you. Even if you can't take a lot of time to explore, even a couple of days in doing that exercise will help you find a better option. I hope that you'll try these out and that you'll find them as helpful as I have and as helpful as my clients have over the years. Now, before you go, I do have a favor to ask if you don't mind. I'm doing some research and I'd really love your help. If you have a few seconds, could you drop me an email at bobby at unyielded.net and the link will be in the show notes and let me know your thoughts on this question. What is your number one challenge when it comes to seeing more options and possibilities for you in your life? And I'll put that uh, question in the show notes as well. And thank you in advance for helping me out with that. I really appreciate it. So thanks for tuning in and listening and for supporting us. I love you all. You are why we are in the top 10% of podcasts. I hope that you have an amazing week and that you continue to rise and thrive.